Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I am Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail, and I'm joined on today's episode by Rui Carlos da Silva, the Senior Vice President and Managing Director of Latin America at Levi Strauss & Company. Rui and I are going to be discussing the growth of Levi's Latin American business. So thanks for joining me on today's show, Rui. Thank you, Joe. Nice to have you. Uh, Nice to be here also. So as I noted, we were going to talk a lot about the growth of the Latin American business for Levi Strauss and company. Um, So I guess the starting point would be to tell us why the brand has decided to invest and expand its business in this uh, geographic region. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the question. I think um, I think it's more about the opportunity, right? I think um, Latin America, it's still a part of the world that it's um, that we see a lot of opportunities, not only from the, from a consumer point of view. Uh, it's a very uh, youth uh, region, as you know, a lot of uh, big countries like Brazil or Mexico, but where the population in terms of youth is still very significant. So you have a lot of these uh, millenniums and the uh, consumer, the Z uh, generation, um, the Gen Z. So I think still a lot of um, opportunities around that, um, around also on the marketplace, right? In terms of uh, retail and wholesale, it's still a, a market that it's uh, opening uh, shopping centers, opening retail. So I think in terms of maturity, still quite different uh, in terms of opportunity compared with uh, with the North Hemisphere or US or Europe. So I would say um, a market that for sure the brand um, sees as an opportunity, sees very positive momentum uh, um, on the beginning of the year. Um, and we continue to foresee that, uh, that opportunity, not only in terms of consumer, marketplace, product, uh, et cetera, right? I would say, um, a lot going on here, and um, and I think, of course, what the recent uh, momentums of the world, especially in Europe with the war, and in Asia with the COVID and the restrictions, I think we see a lot of uh, industries coming back to investments in Latin America. So that's something that uh, it's playing a good role overall on the on the economy. But again, we are not different from the rest of the world. We have inflation. We have exchange rates impacts. Uh, so it's uh, it's something that it's uh, it's common in Latin America to to play with. So I would say between opportunities and challenges, that's a little bit the trademark of this part of the world uh, as a resume job. Yeah. So thinking about the opportunity you talk about um, in Latin America, from Levi's perspective, does that mean stores? Does that mean increased digital penetration in terms of website and other digital communications with? customers in those regions, or maybe it's both. Tell us a little bit about kind of the plan to, to really get awareness and capture uh, market share in some of these countries that you've identified. Mm-hmm. I think a bit of everything, right, to your, to your question. I think, uh, of course, the e-commerce is a huge platform for us, a huge um, uh, priority for us and for the brand. Um, as I normally mention, e-commerce in Latin America is something that it's not the same maturity uh, as Europe or US, as you know, it's uh, something I would say not quite new, but it's still new. It's something around, I would say five to seven years, Brazil being the market with more advanced um, capabilities. And uh, of course the consumer uh, profile in Brazil that's much more fashion driven. It also helps on that uh, on that perspective, but still a region in the world that you don't have 
the access of internet like we have in Europe or US, right? The 5G and uh, internet penetration on, on our homes. It's still something that it's uh, it's not on the same level, but for sure, huge opportunity there and growing um, our ambition to, to, to be there. But at the same time, uh, I always say this, and I think it's very positive to say that uh, we are Latins, right? In Latin, we like to touch everything. We like to hug, we like to say hi to everybody. And after even pandemic, it's something that came back very strongly. And we see that as an opportunity in our retail uh, momentum, right? In Latin, going back to the stores, it's important. And we are seeing that um, coming strongly. Um, and the beginning of the year, so it was very positive. And uh, I think that's a good momentum that we can combine the physical world and the physical retail with this new momentum of the e-commerce and uh, of course the omni-channel capabilities. So I think good, good uh, momentum there that uh, we like to come back and we like to socialize and go to the stores and touch the products. So I think that's a good opportunity and we continue to see very positive for us, but a, a bit of everything to your question, right? Yeah. So I think it's happening. And it seems like you've kind of, Developed a strategic plan for how you're going to bring the Levi's brand into these uh, different countries, this uh, larger geographic region of Latin America. What have you seen from your customers in these uh, countries and, and in this region as a as a larger demographic area in terms of their behaviors? Tell us what you've kind of seen as you've launched in, in Brazil and Mexico and some of the other countries that you called out. I think, I think everything starts with this uh, strong brand that we have, right? I think uh, in this, and we learn a lot on the, through the story, through the history that uh, in this after pandemic and after crisis, these strong brands they emerge stronger. And I think it's not it's 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 not a joke. It's a, it's it's true. And uh, I see the. Uh, each and each day more, um, the consumers, they want much more than a product and the brand that is behind the product. I'm always saying this, it's uh, about uh, how, the, how the company and how the brand is positioning on the marketplace through the, their values and the way that we act in, in the community. And I think Levi's is all over the place in that, in that perspective. So we are taking that to the next level also in Latin America. As for, for, for sure, you saw it, uh, we opened um, our fifth Levi Strauss house in Mexico with, uh, I think we're going to go there also a little bit. So I think these kinds of uh, um, um, decisions that we took in the marketplace and uh, were very well received by the customers overall and by the consumers for sure, more important for us, the consumers. And we see the partnership getting stronger with our uh, accounts that uh, Levi's is a strong brand that emerged stronger and uh, we are in a good uh, in a good spot right now, taking the opportunities and seeing the marketplace uh, very positively. I would say goes around those those issues. So, Rui, you mentioned the Levi's House of Mexico, uh, and that's such a big part of the efforts that, uh, in Latin America. That uh, tell us a little bit more about that uh, concept and what that store looks like. Thank you. Um, so I would say I would say that the, the idea behind uh, uh, opening this Levi's House of Mexico is really to have our central culture, uh, not only for Mexico, uh, but for Latin. We try to extend that to Latin. Uh, we are not that different in terms of uh, as Latins all over uh, the, the region, but it's our it's our uh, statement as a center of culture, um, as a brand 
in the in Mexico, right? This is where you you can go, you can see uh, where Levi's as a brand comes from with product. We have several rooms where you have the heritage of the brand with the 501, the trucker jacket, and everything that is uh, this beautiful story of uh, of Levi's uh, um, since the beginning. Then you have showrooms and rooms where you can experience what's happening on the floor right now at the stores. So it is the right momentum. Good uh, is about the experience also, right? So you have. Uh, a room where you can have uh, your tailor is a tailor shop, or you can have your trucker jacket customized, your 501s, whatever it is you wanna you wanna bring it in. But we wanted to connect, as to my point on beginning, uh, with the culture of the country. So several actions uh, we are investing a lot in terms. Uh, one thing that's very important for us on the culture of Mexico is the food, right? We have a huge variety of uh, of uh, food in Mexico, and I'm so proud of that. So we have a lot of chefs coming doing some some uh, events on uh, that the, the, the food is one thing that can express the culture of the country right and so how we connect that with the brand at the same time so again i think it's a house it's a place where we can also for me the big the best statement um foreseeing the future of this brand right what where how we are positioning ourselves as a premium brand and we want to take this to the next level so i would say overall center of culture take it to the next level and a good experience as a brand uh, on this uh, on this uh, house of uh, mexico a place really to get to experience the brand and not just it's not just about product it's really that, about the experience that that's it that's it joe so Levi Strauss and Company is such an iconic brand here in the U.S. It's a household name. Tell us about um, the level of consumer awareness for Levi Strauss and Company in Latin America currently. And then obviously one of the goals is to, is to grow that awareness. What are you doing in terms of the marketing efforts uh, to generate consumer awareness for Levi Strauss and its products in these other areas of the world? outside of the United States? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, I, I will repeat a lot of this word of opportunity, Joe, and forgive me about it, but it, it is a, a lot about opportunity, even in terms of awareness and in terms of brand equity, right? I think the brand, um, it's time that we continue to, to, to deliver these strategies and uh, of course, opening stores and, uh, and having the right product on the right time and, uh, and the right teams, et cetera. We continue to see this, uh, uh, the awareness and the equity, um, of course, getting 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 stronger and being more positive. So I would say uh, Levi's being an inspirational brand as a U.S. brand also, but very strong in Europe, um, is an aspiration for for the Latin uh, people also. And I, I can divide it a little bit um, uh, Latin American to in two parts, right? If you go to Brazil or Argentina or Colombia, I think these consumers are much more European driven. They are European inspiration uh, as a whole, as a fashion uh, uh, inspiration. And if you take Mexico and probably Chile, they are much more US driven because of course of the geography and the influence yep. of the US very next to Mexico. But even though both inf inf uh, inspirations very strong for the brand on the values and the history of the brand. So Latins, they love uh, what stands for Levi's and of course the product and uh, what means uh, for them. But it's a, it's a kind of a statement brand, right? To your point. And connecting the second part of your question, I think what we are trying to do is how can we elevate the brand to the next level uh, in terms of awareness or equity, whatever you want to call it, uh, with a good example that we did on the on the opening of the Levi Strauss uh, house in Mexico, right? I think it's, you know, 
is the number fifth house in the world after uh, LA, Tokyo, London, and South Africa. We opened in Mexico. And I think why we did it, I would say the good sentence is we want to showcase our opinion leaders and, uh, and the market overall in Latin, especially, of course, Mexico, um, uh, where the brand want to go, right? What is the positioning of the brand and where is the future for the brand? Not forgetting the past and the heritage uh, all over. That's all over the, the house. But I think it's a good statement uh, how the brand is positioning for, uh, for us to foresee where we see this future of, of the Levi's brand in Latin America, connected always with our culture. And you know, it's a very rich uh, region in terms of culture, culture and especially in Mexico. So I think that's a good example to your second part of the question, where we want to take it and continue to build this awareness and momentum and grain equity uh, and market share, of course, all over the, the, the big countries in Latin America. When you think about the customer experience for your Latin American um, customers, is it where you're trying to uh, replicate what the customer experience is like here for the North American, the US customer? You talk about kind of the different cultures and the different ways, different behaviors of, of customers, even within some of the different Latin American countries, Mexico versus Brazil, uh, customers may behave differently. Tell us a little bit about how you try to adapt the customer experience um, for these each individual countries while also maintaining and trying to stay true to the brand values that Levi Strauss has really uh, created over you know, so many years of his existence. Yeah, yeah, good question. I think trying to be um, unique, I think we want to create our own, right? I think we are not um, stupid not to see what's happening in the US as ben benchmark and best practices and Europe, of course, being more uh, fashion um, or lifestyle driven. I think Latin, to your point, is, is so diverse uh, from Argentina to Mexico and to Central America. But uh, at the same time, we have a lot that we can uh, take from um, the US or take from Europe and create our own. I think Latin is creating, a, um, I think, I'll say each cluster is different, right? The same brand, the same product. Um, actually, we have a, a peculiar issue in Latin America. I don't know if you know, Joe, but in, in the entire region, we have different seasons, right? When it's summer in Brazil, it's winter in Mexico and the other way around. So we need yeah. to play it that way around. It's a large cluster, uh, we call cluster region, compared with... Um, with North uh, Hemisphere. So we need to be dynamic about that one and the consumer have different needs and it's, uh, to, to your point, completely different from, from one country to the other. But having the same product, having the same brand, the idea is how can we really create, um, we have the same windows, we want the same experience, we want to take the same uh, benchmarks and best practice across uh, the cluster, even though it's different seasons, uh, seasonalities or different consumers. And I think we are doing that very well. I think, uh, uh, overall, at the end of the day, it's about the consumer uh, and the brand and the product. And I think uh, that combination and everything that we are delivering, also this new um, uh, Indigo concept, next-gen momentum that we are having on our stores that Levi's launched uh, uh, last year, it's working very well. It's a new momentum, a new experience for the consumers. And I think all these combinations, a lot of things, um, to, uh, to your question, I think we are trying to create our own um, moments of Levi's in Latin America, right? But of course, taking um, everything that is good across the cluster, and that's the beauty of having a global brand as Levi's, yeah. right? You can have a lot of information. 
yeah, you get all that data, you're learning yeah. from these different markets, and then you try to apply what you think is uh, is the customers telling you they want. And I think that was a great example, Rui, of, you know, I hadn't been thinking about that in terms of the different seasons for, you know, within seasons in South America, you know, not being yeah. in sync with what you're seeing in Central America and Mexico. So from a merchandising perspective, I admit, I, I would imagine that creates some challenges. Um, and then other things like, you know, when I think about like payments, like, do customers in Argentina and Brazil and, you know, want to pay for their purchases in the same way that customers in Central America might or in yeah. Mexico might? Like, talk about some of those individual unique characteristics as to each of the markets that you're that you're serving. Yeah, challenging, right? It's very challenging, different. Um, as you know, uh, Argentina can be a good example where you work with inflation around 40% a month. Uh, it's very dynamic, uh, but again, quite different from, um, so Brazil, for instance, I'll take an example, very, very uh, uh, fashion driven, especially in Sao Paulo and Rio, uh, Gen Z consumers, um, more connected on the internet, more advanced, I would say, but uh, where the credit cards work like crazy, everybody has like three or four credit cards. So it's like about buying and paying later. They don't. They don't care. It's uh, it's more. Uh, it's more the culture of the of the country. And I lived there for seven years. In Mexico, the other way around. For instance, the credit card they don't exist at all. It's something very new. It's uh, you you go with de debit card. So for the e-commerce, it's quite a, a challenge and issue. Um, it's much more conservative people, much more formal people. Uh, so it's 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 very dynamic and diverse across across the cluster. Um, and now you can now you need to play around uh, when you are selling more T-shirts in Brazil and, and Argentina. You are selling more jackets in Mexico. Uh, to your point about the merchandising, but I think that with that challenge comes the opportunity, right? If you do it well and if you have your supply chain working well and uh, your time to market, especially on producing. Uh, investing more on local for local production in Latin America, that's something that it's uh, happening for us. It's it's paying off. And I think we are on our time to market, having the right product on the right time with the right season, uh, on the right stores, on the right part of the region on, on the cluster, right? I think it goes a little bit on the data, information, behavior of consumers. And I think that's the fun part also of managing this business. It's it's not always the same. It's quite different when you go up and down uh, inside Latin America. I don't know if you answered your question. Yeah, it, it certainly does. And I think it speaks to what you were mentioning earlier is the opportunity. If you get this right, too, as you learn about each yeah. of the markets and you get it right and you give the customer the experience that they want, um, then you really have the opportunity to grow the, the Levi's brand in these different geographies. So we've talked a lot about the customer and the customer experience. Um, I have a question really about kind of the internal operations at Levi Strauss. Uh, in particular, um, the process for building a, a team in Latin America. So um, talk us through that process a little bit in terms of getting the team down there to do this work and, and, and kind of creating the, the right mix of, of people and, and processes to to better serve these new geographies? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's quite, it's um, a lot of, I know we have like 20 countries in Latin America. If you take all the islands and Central America, we manage also that, but small business, uh, small countries there, but uh, 20 big countries, of course, Mexico and Brazil being the biggest economies, 
And then, of course, we have like the top five. We have Argentina and Colombia and Chile. With those top five, you get the majority of the 20 countries, not only in terms of population, GDP, uh, opportunity, et cetera, right? And that's where we are, um, of course, focused at the same time. Um, I think the beauty also here is it's uh, it's the diversity of, uh, of, the, um, of the countries, right? It's so different. And I lived in Brazil for a while. I'm living in Mexico, but I, I travel around. It's so, so different from a, from a consumer point of view, uh, the way they, they, they demand the brand and the product that they want, apart from the seasonality, of course, that connects, but the way that uh, the Colombians or the Brazilians and the Argentinians are much, much more fashion driven than, than the rest. But it's, it's also that they are the, the challenge and the fun part of working with diverse people, right? I think um, inside each country, and of course, Mexico and Sao Paulo being such an international uh, cities, Mexico is 26 million, Sao Paulo is 21 million. So you have everything there on a day-to-day -day basis. And actually in our, in our teams, we have people from everywhere. We have, uh, so I'm Portuguese actually, for instance. So we have people from, of course, from Brazil. We have people from Canada, for instance. We are bringing a lot of talent um uh for to this big city especially these two big cities that attract a lot of talent right now it's something that we want to continue to foresee as a diversity uh team uh, but again never forget this uh the, the 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 culture and uh and what is the strong um the strength of this 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 um countries in terms of culture and how we can connect with the brand and the opportunity i think it's of course the america iconic inspirational brand it's always very important to have it there, but we want to each and each day more bring what is the culture of each part of this cluster connected with the brand, right? And I think that's what we try to do with the house in Mexico. If you go there, you see Levi's, yes, the brand there, the product, but you see Mexico and you see Latin. So that's very important for us how we can con con continue to connect the culture and the communities and uh, what is our statement as a brand through products, but the way that we continue to, op continue to operate in Latin. Yeah. So thinking of where you're at now, the, the Levi's brand is really scaled and it's grown in this uh, region of the, of the world, Latin America, where you're at today versus where you think the next uh, opportunity, the future holds for the Latin American business for Levi Strauss. Tell us what will be some of the keys in your, in your mind, uh, Rui, to to continue that positive momentum and the growth that you've already seen in the Latin American business? Wow, interesting question. And I know probably here is going to be tricky, but uh, I think um, the consumer at the core is it's the most important, right? You need to continue to, 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 to listen to the consumer. It, it goes so fast uh, to your point about uh, being, being all, also on time on e-commerce, but not forgetting the physical world. And uh, we continue to have a very important uh, fleet of stores, uh, not only in wholesale and retail, so it's an important part of our business. But uh, so I would say consumer focus, uh, the retail opportunity continues to be here. I think it's something that it's true. Uh, we still see um, landlords investing and, uh, and, and uh, investments coming to Latin America. So I think that's, that's something. Our operation model needs to be another one. So we need to be a continue, you know, the world is on a continue on a, on a challenge period in terms of supply chain, in terms of uh, logistics. So I think that's something that needs to continue to be in our priorities uh, moving forward. But um, 
and again, the product, the product part also, you mentioned a little bit during the interview. I think the product being more um, on the seasonality uh, opportunities, when you need shorts, you need to have shorts, you need to have the t-shirts, you need to have your sandals, you need to play around very well inside this cluster, what is the reverse seasonality opportunity. And that needs to be like perfect, right? Your supply chain, your product and your pricing and everything needs to work so well. But I would say uh, still a lot of um, um, issues that can be an opportunity from product to consumer, of course, continue to invest on the brand. And uh, we are expecting a lot on this big investment that we did with the house in Mexico. I think this will take us to, a, to the next level on the way that we are positioning the brand and the, we want the consumers to, to see us as a, a lifestyle brand for the future. So I think we are building the right platform and with the right um, solid uh, platform, I would say, in terms of, the, of this, the several issues I mentioned, that could bring us to continue to foresee this opportunity in this part of the world, I would say, Joe. Yeah, and well, you've certainly gotten off to and built a strong foundation and gotten off to a very uh, a nice start. And it's this, as you say, continually improving and learning more about the customer and you know, physical retail being an opportunity, operations, having that customer-centric culture that you're trying to build um, can can yield future success. So I want to take the opportunity to thank Rui Carlos da Silva, the Senior Vice President and Managing Director of Latin America at Levi Strauss and Company for joining us on today's episode of Total Retail Talks. Thanks for joining me, Rui. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Hope to see you again in the near future. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.